0: Hey everybody, it's the Title Nine Podcast on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. I'm Steph Copley, joined by Elisa Woods in person, again, across the table. High five, Elisa. I'm here, She's here. and in the flesh. She is. Jared's here too. What's up? And uh, we are currently enjoying a cookie cake made by Elisa. It's so, true. Let me tell you guys. <laughs> well, wait, before we say anything, let's shout out our, our sponsors first. Yeah. Because we love them. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but no. they're way more important than your story about the cookie cake.
1: <laughs> okay. I do love the Ivy School of Business. We love the Ivy College of Business
0: at Iowa State, so do your hooty-hoo. Hooty-hoo! We're here because of them, so
1: thanks to the Ivy College of Business, now you can talk about your They warm cake. my heart. They I warm love my it. heart, too. So, my secret, first of all, yesterday was Steph's birthday. And I'm, no one else's. I'm, and no one else important. Um, so I'll, I'll pause for a round of applause. All right. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it, it was very short. Abbreviated round of applause. I know. I didn't want to leave too much dead air. Thank you. So it was Steph's birthday. So me and Jared got together via text message and said, what would be the things that would make her the happiest? Alcohol and a cookie cake. And the reason why I know... That this particular cookie cake is because of my excellent stocking skills. Internet stocking skills. So, if you ever want to know what to make or what to get for somebody, particularly a woman, go on Pinterest, find their Pinterest board, and they've pinned all the things that they like to eat, all the things that they want to get. Everything. So that's my little secret. So I found that little cookie cake and made it for you. It's delicious. Thank you. Um, There was a story that Jared brought up that you had bought a cake and you hid it from your (laughs) kids so you didn't have to share it. So we wanted to make sure to get you something that you could either share or not share. This is
0: accurate. I did that and I made it last for a whole week and it was so good. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that was, I think Sean Roberts was talking on the air about a uh, cake and I, for whatever reason, I just could not stop thinking about cake that day. Yeah. So I went out and bought one and oh my gosh. I, I hid it in my cupboard, like above the counter so that no one could see it. <laughs> I, love
1: it. I love it. So you, wait, you hid it from your husband as well? Yes. I ate the oh whole my damn gosh, thing. I love that. That's yeah. really funny. I
0: mean, he eventually found it and was like. <laughs> Huh, but
1: (laughs) didn't share (laughs) Sorry Um, And then Jared brought a very expensive bottle of ticket Nope, he brought White Claws (laughs) Yeah Ain't no loss (laughs) Wait, We were out on Saturday um, At an establishment that used to be Mad Meatball And I won't name them Because they were out of White Claws Which is, I mean, their food was really good But they were out of
0: White Claws I didn't know that, I missed that part of it
1: That they were out of White Claws? Because I ordered one right before everybody was leaving, and then she came back, and she was like, actually, we're out. And Jared said, I guess there are laws here. (laughs) (laughs) You might have been in the bathroom. I missed that whole exchange. (laughs) I got a good laugh out of
2: it. I don't know if anyone else did. I think it was the first thing I'd said in 45 minutes at that point.
1: (laughs) I felt like he'd been... I asked him. I was like, have you been holding that in for me? He's like, no, I had no idea they were going to be out of White Claws, but...
2: No, I'd actually been going back and forth to the bar. I would go and I'd see one, two, three. Four. Okay, we're getting close. I can all, I can almost unleash this one.
0: Okay, but I'm not sure he's joking. <laughs>
2: oh don't make me laugh well i know that i sat there forever waiting to get one (laughs) yeah
0: i I actually asked the waitress i said can you please just go grab a white claw
1: from the freezer for my friend (laughs) like you're not manufacturing these things back there are you well that's what i
2: thought i was like are they making the white claws back there like what's going
1: on are you milking the white claw (laughs) cow back there
0: (laughs) oh and then elisa also got me a bag of hershey's um, hugs. hugs Because I've been missing hugs And that's it's just true. incredibly sweet
1: It's true She did come in for the side hug And there was nothing I could do about it So
0: <laughs> I asked you <laughs> I
1: know You didn't
0: really say I yes know. or no <laughs> It was a really fast we, Like we didn't touch flesh We no. just touched clothes No So you can go home and burn those <laughs>
1: Um, we, Jackie also, Jackie, our beloved, beloved Jackie came up with us on uh, Saturday as well, and she came straight in for the hug, and I was like, oh, um, but I loved it, and then I realized she had texted me like 10 minutes earlier asking if she could hug, Aww. and I didn't say anything, so she so went for it. So that's on you. Yeah. Good for so her. So it's on me, yeah that's but I appreciated you. it. Well, thank you for the birthday treats. You guys are super sweet. Yes, and yeah. um, I do want to say, this is just going to be a real long birthday thing, and um, I don't have any great plans for this but i just want to tell you some of the things that i love about you no, for your birthday no. okay all right
2: we should have done this at the end she's gonna start crying
1: <laughs> okay so we'll do that at the end okay we'll do that at the end <laughs> i'm
2: just trying to be strategic because i will about this. <laughs> no I okay will. you're right
1: you're, you're right. right okay jared was that's one that's jared's one moment of being right for the evening yes so, yeah. so okay. prepare yourself jared don't let me forget
2: okay okay i'm, I'm ready sorry i got a text <laughs> okay. message from that's uh a... from our from friend of the program jay jordan <gasps>
0: Jay. Jay, was he is he missing
1: us? Is that why? Did he mention us?
2: No, he told me that his phone is charged to sixty nine percent.
1: This is Steph's thirty third birthday. You know what that means. No, no. You know thirty three. I'll tell you later. You know what comes after thirty uh, three? What? Thirty four. Okay.
0: Wait. Okay. <laughs> He really it's Spo- was It's
2: a Spongebob joke I don't know Not okay. That's not the actual joke But Man shout out to Spongebob For how, right. He had a big weekend He did. <laughs> Came out of the closet He did He did I'm proud of him me too. There's a couple other Nickelodeon characters. Nickelodeon was all over it. and they And then they did the new feature where you can turn off your mentions. They're like, we're going to throw this out there and screw everybody who might want to argue with us. <laughs> I love it.
0: And then, uh, yeah, it completely funneled into the Supreme Court's decision today, which yep. I told Jared, I'm going to sit down and read tonight. It's going to be a wild night for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But big one. Yeah. Big one. All right. Well, so should we talk about what we came to talk about? Yeah. Let's we need the do breaking it. news sounder. Stand by. <laughs> Wait, what,
1: what show is that where they're like, Sports, stand by? Fanatics. Fanatics, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> stand by for news. Yeah.
0: <laughs> My bad, sorry. Well, we stole it from I them. just it's couldn't fine. place it. So the WNBA announced this afternoon that they're returning to play in July. So it's very exciting. And we're going to kind of compare that with the NBA situation um we need to talk about bubble wallace real quick because we had a nice little exchange about bubble wallace mm-hmm. and then there's i thought you were gonna say bubble wrap for some reason okay sorry <laughs> and bubble wrap i yeah. mean that's fine too pop, 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 pop and then we have a kind of a crazy story about usa swimming that we'll talk about at the end we have all kinds of stuff yeah but before we do that we need to give a shout out to our cyclone fanatic super patron of the night it's jason and katie peterson Uh, Wait, 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 not Jason. It's Josh and Katie Peterson. And I only know it's Josh because I went to high school with the Josh Peterson, but not the same one. So Josh and Katie met at Iowa State and both graduated in 2007. And Josh actually proposed to Katie under the campanile. Mm. I know, it's the sweetest. Um, They live in Minnesota now, so they don't get to, you know, come back as much as they want, but they try to get back to at least one game a year for football and basketball. And it sounds like they made the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City kind of a go-to destination every year. That's a good one. Josh actually joined Cyclone Fanatic in March of 2006, so way back when, and he said he's been an active daily user since. He said, when Chris made the call for Patreon support, it was something I did without hesitation. Cyclone Fanatic has given so much to the fans. It was time to do our part in giving back.
1: Oh, That was super sweet. I just got goosebumps. Yeah,
0: I appreciate those kind of messages. So, thank you, Josh and Katie. As a reminder, if you're interested in becoming a premium subscriber, check out all of our incentives, which actually, we're doing a town hall this week.
1: Yeah, Thursday.
0: Yeah, so if you haven't signed oh, up maybe yet. Maybe I
1: shouldn't have said it was Thursday. Is that okay? It's that Thursday, said- right? Have we not put that out yet? It was out in, a, in an email last week, I think. Well, you better get it out before tomorrow when this airs.
2: Yeah, I'll make that thing tonight.
1: <laughs> okay, but it's Micah Byers, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, so if you haven't signed
0: up, sign up. The first one was really fun, and I'm sure this one will be fun, too. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, Jared, anything fun coming out this week on Psycho Fanatic?
2: uh Just so you know, I told Jay that I read the text from from him on the <laughs> on the podcast. He said, "Oh no!"
1: I uh, know we both just checked our phones to see <laughs> if we had text messages from him.
2: Uh, <laughs> anything fun coming this week? Um, well, you wrote a good story for today. Thanks. Uh, the, and it's not just because I'm mentioning it. Uh, it was all, uh, but he is mm, mentioning it. It's really sweet. Actually, really good. Um, About
0: your one of Stans and Fitz's biggest fans, right?
2: Yep. Yeah. yep. Cassie and uh, Taylor. And, and Taylor, uh, Taylor's been awesome here over the last couple of years, really supporting us. And then um, tomorrow, Connor will have a feature on Billy Fennelly. Oh, cool. Uh, I haven't read it yet, so I, I know that's in the system. But you can plan on that tomorrow morning sometime. I'm gonna write a thing where I uh, rank the ten most irreplaceable cyclones for 2020 oh. for the football team. Uh, we will have a new Jay Jordan column on Thursday, uh, looking at the rest of the Big 12, which apparently might have oh. nearly got a major shakeup today, but might yeah. have been disaster averted by a a video that looked like it came from the uh it looked like came, hostage. From, the sunk, came from the sunken place and then it, like, uh,
1: it looked like hostage negotiations no, yeah no.
2: and then we'll have a new uh, uh bloom and, and chris williams podcast over Perfect. the weekend so plenty of stuff it. coming this week
1: yeah i'm excited to hear that from connor because i kind of i like gave him 45 ideas to talk to billy about i went to high school with oh, billy right. so he's like here's 45 ideas for you and that's he was good. like Wow, um, he, I think he said something like he's gonna kill me when this is like a two-hour interview, and I was like, "Nope." Can we, the more than sh- can
2: we give a shout out to Connor real quick? for, yes. for killing it on the racing coverage. Yes, lately? I don't. I i don't pay he any makes attention me to racing. like racing
0: i know what the
2: heck i know man who, who could have guessed that scooter would come through for you in, in our <laughs> time of need when it was scoots. when nascar is at the center of the scoots sports McGoose. world
1: i'll tell you who i'm gonna sit next to at the next uh, holiday party connor scooter <laughs> me and scoots are gonna be just joined just, at the hip i'm so proud
0: of him he's done so good I and i think he's gonna kill it with this new racing site so agreed yeah yeah. Do you just want to talk about Bubba right now and get out of the way? Yeah. Okay. So Bubba Wallace is a babe.
1: <laughs> bazinga. <laughs> I hope my husband's not listening to this. I don't think he listens to this. So I can say bazinga.
0: <laughs> That's really not the lead here because the lead is that he's done some really awesome stuff in the last couple of weeks for NASCAR, but my goodness. <laughs> okay. Elise is bright red. She's wearing a... a <laughs> She's
1: wearing a... We're
2: going to have like a <laughs> massive malfunction in this. studio. <laughs> I'm, wearing, I'm wearing
1: a red shirt, a red hoodie. And now her face is red too. have red hair.
0: He's very handsome is all I'm going to say. Okay?
1: <laughs> Don't make me laugh so much.
0: All right. But the thing is, he is actually taking a very difficult stand in NASCAR right now. And he uh, wore the I Can't Breathe shirt and then had Black Lives Matter painted on his vehicle, which, I mean, in 2020... In this wild, wild year, good for him. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw, but he told the Athletic that he's a little concerned for his safety in some of the tracks now, and that just made me sad. No reflection on. I know. I know, but I I mean, I don't blame him. Listen, I got a box cutter. I'll meet (laughs) you outside. All right. Yeah, heard Have you seen his shirts? No. He's selling shirts with the. You know how he had the two hands locked together on his car and the understanding yeah Yeah. so it's
1: BubbaSpeedShop.com probably gonna order one I saw Alvin Kamara was wearing a Bubba Wallace shirt and I was like you're my boy so Bubba's very handsome and I also
0: find Chase Elliott to be very attractive I don't even know what he looks like oh man
2: how do you feel about Ray (laughs) Siccarelli
0: no one cares is how I feel you couldn't
1: even say that with a straight face
2: (laughs) oh man I saw that he went into the wall uh, in their crap, like whatever the I don't know what the truck series is called yeah. anymore they change the name of that like every year but uh all the replies <laughs> someone tweeted out Ray Sicarelli is in the wall and everybody started tweeting he must have gotten tired of turning left
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean there's the turning left jokes just write themselves uh, yeah. at this point yeah, yeah. Yeah, but what a what a time for me to become a lifelong NASCAR fan, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, let's mention why Bubba Wallace has gone kind of viral here, is that he... He's taking a stand. Yeah, he yeah. said, you know, I think that you should not allow the Confederate, Confederate flag. flag, and they said, okay, we don't allow it, and they listened to him, which is awesome, and I've seen just so much about the Confederate flag recently, like how short the Confederacy really was, and... it you're proud of those what was it like two and a half years or something that it existed like come on
2: (laughs) The Jonas Brothers have been around
1: longer than the Confederacy. Yeah. On Twitter, there's whole things of, like, name things that have been around longer than the Confederacy. And I thought it was pretty
0: funny, you know, all of these, you're going to lose fans, and NASCAR was kind of like, okay. Right. then their ratings were up significantly. I think they were up 16% from the last weeknight race a couple of weeks earlier, and then they were up, like, 106% from the previous year. That's because all the ladies saw
1: Bubba, and they were like, okay. (laughs) I mean, that didn't hurt. But I started
0: thinking about... you. You saw all of the athletes, the non NASCAR athletes, tweeting about how they were tuning in. And I'm sure there were kids who saw that who thought, well, if my idol's watching, yeah. why can't I? Yeah, and definitely. That's
1: how things start to change, so. Definitely. I just see it, like, and this kind of goes into the WNBA a little bit, but it, I just see that these women also taking stands, and I, I see people in sports that aren't as popular taking stands, and I just want to support them, yeah. and I want everyone to support them, and I hope that they really do, and there, there's a couple things that I do want to talk about with the WNBA, where they basically said, like, you know, the players said that this league is gambling on us. They're paying us our full salary Mm -hmm. for this year. I'm going to watch as many games as I can, you know, and I hope that a lot of people do.
0: You want to talk about that WNBA then? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so they released a statement today that said they're finalizing a partnership um, that would make the IMG Academy in Bradenton, is that how you say it? Florida, somewhere in Florida, the official home of the WNBA. It's, I mean, similar to the NBA in that they're going to be housed there for the entirety of the season. Um, they're gonna play 12 games, and then that'll be kind of their, or sorry, 12 teams are gonna play there, and then they'll um, they'll play a f- short regular season. And they'll jump into the normal traditional playoffs. I think schedule. like 22 games. Yes, yeah. And here was the part that you and I thought was so fantastic. They specifically said in their statement that because they're all in the same place at the same time, they're using it as an opportunity. Um, It says, the WNBA will build on its commitment to social justice and will support players in launching a bold social justice platform as a call to action to drive impactful, measurable, and meaningful change. And I just think this is really interesting coming off of um, Kyrie Irving's comments and the call that he had about whether this could, you know, returning to play could actually distract from the movement that's, that's happening. And we should probably talk about that in a second. Yeah. But I think they probably saw that and thought, well, there might be something valid to that. So let's take. Um, a proactive stance to this and let's multitask because that's what women do. Mm -hmm. And let's play basketball, but let's also continue the conversation and push this movement forward while we do so. And I just think that's so
1: badass. Yeah. And so the WNBA does have a little bit of a history with Black Lives Matter. So uh, back when the, the Pulse pulse nightclub massacre happened and that the anniversary of that was just maybe last week um but when that happened i was actually in orlando when that happened and so it was all over the news and we were like wow this is this is a big deal and then we got on a plane and got home and it was still all over the news and we're like well wait a minute like let's read up on this it is a huge deal so that was in june that that happened, and um, some of the some of the players wore shirts that said, you know, hashtag Orlando United. Uh, there were some personal tributes. The Seattle Storm rookie Brianna Stewart wore all of the names of the victims um, on. I think I thought it was her shoes, but I wrote down shirt. But anyway, so they had personal tributes and they had shirts and everything like that, and it was all accepted by the league. But then in July. Uh, the league decided to fine players that were raising awareness of the shootings of Alton Sterling and Philando Castile. Castile. So they were fining them, is that what you said? Yes. So they're like, okay, you can't, you can't do this. We're, we're going to give you a fine. So it was, let's see, uniform infractions were $5,000 for mm. the team. And then players were $500, which isn't a lot. But also you think about... How much smaller their paychecks yes. are than the NBA, right? And so you know the let's see, Lynx players, don shirts that said "Change starts with us," Justin, uh, justice and accountability. I mean, they had and they were black shirts, and I saw it pointed out. You know the the Orlando nightclub shirts were black shirts. These are black shirts. They're both technically you know infractions uniform infractions but one of them is worth a fine and the other isn't so the the players the liberty and the fever players said well after the game then we're not going to speak we're not going to speak we're not going to answer any questions unless it's about black lives matter or the unfair you know fines that we've gotten. And so they refused to talk after the game about the game, about anything except for Black Lives Matter and the fines that they got. And so that pushback ultimately caused the president, the WNBA president, to come back and say, okay, we're going to res- rescind all of these fines. I didn't know any of this, Lisa. Yeah. So the, the the league at that time was 70% black females and I mean the the NBA right now is around 74 percent, and so it was like these players saying, N- no, you know, like you don't get to choose which social movements, yeah, you which social allow movements, which up. causes we get to we get to talk about, and and they kind of said they won the right to express their concern for social issues that are not regulated to the league's official docket of charity topics. So they. They took a stand and they said, listen, we're the, and this is what, this is what college football players are doing right now. Mm -hmm. They're taking a stand and they're saying, listen, you've made money off of our backs for years, for decades, and now we're going to come back. What are you going to do? Take away our scholarship? cool I'll go to the the college down the road they'll take me because I'm an amazing player you know so now a lot of the the players are starting to say like listen we can push back a little bit and we deserve to push back a little bit because we're humans and we have causes that are close to our hearts and we have causes that are extremely important and I mean that's what the Texas you know team is doing mm-hmm. we're, we're seeing it all over and I think we're going to continue to see it all over
0: yeah I think at this point it's a snowball and yeah. it's just going to get bigger and bigger.
1: Yeah. Players have voices and they're they're really starting to raise them and if if there is pushback by a league or by owners, I think that they're going to hear it, you know. I think you're right. I think that they're going to hear it and I think they're going to see it in their pocketbooks when when the masses stop watching their games stop attending their games
0: right or you have players who are refusing to play or like you said going elsewhere yeah which this is the this is what i was going to mention with the Kyrie stuff um it's on its face i was kind of like well would would playing really take away from the conversation and then i started to think about it and i don't think this conversation of black lives matter and the movement that we're watching occur right now happens unless the pandemic was occurring and we weren't distracted by anything except truly that Mm -hmm. and it makes me wonder you know suddenly if sports are on and the more things feel like they're quote normal do we kind of shy away from that and think, oh, it's, it must be better, you know?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, you're, you're watching ESPN and the main story is Bubba Wallace and his Black Lives Matter, Mm -hmm. you know, car. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, it's all that's on. It's all that you're listening to. But now all of a sudden, you know, LeBron drops 40 and we spend two hours every four hours talking about it. Because
0: think of how much we just talked about the last dance, you know? Yeah. And we spent so much time dissecting all of the crazy things about that. And the more and more we put in front of us to distract us, I think the more and more we... Pull away from the focus on that And I'm not saying we shouldn't I mean, I want sports just as much as anybody I'm just saying there's That's kind of an interesting take on it That at first I, I kind of brushed aside And then the more I
1: thought about it You yeah, know, the like, less crazy it sounds Kyrie, you're not even going to be playing <laughs> I know, you're hurt, ceiling. bro like, Yeah, But yeah, I get, I get what he's saying But yeah. I also think that then that's putting that's putting onto their shoulders which is an looking, opportunity which is
0: exactly what the wnba has proactively said they're going yeah. to do which made me really proud to see today yeah, definitely. jared you look like you want to say something
2: uh yeah okay i got a couple thoughts uh first of all which team is sabrina on
0: uh, Shh. she just got drafted
2: is she on the new york yes, team yes. Right, that's, yeah, yes. that's my squad i'm, I'm not say boston yeah. but yeah no, it's, it's new, new, new york. york rolling with sabrina
0: uh we all need to get shirts
2: second of all Bradenton uh the home of Tariq Milton so there's an Iowa State State
0: connection
2: there right there went to Manatee High School and then uh (laughs) thirdly my it's a good poll Jared the thing with um the NBA I think that there are like I understand the need to have more of a conversation but there's a lot of different layers to it oh yeah because you can find like pros and cons in all of it and I also think that on some level, one, I wonder why Kyrie didn't raise some of these questions when they voted last Friday. Because yeah. this yeah. was not—it's not like this conversation was new, and that vote happened three weeks ago. That's right. a fair point. And then, second, and secondly, he was asking questions on these calls that made you wonder like, what the hell is this guy talking about? Cause it goes back to what you said about the fact that he's not gonna be playing. Mm-hmm. right? And where he's asking questions about whether or not Ciroc, which is the official vodka of the NBA is gonna be supplying alcohol for the players and like those kinds of things. And, uh, and it's, it's where too, like, when it, I hated to see how many like mainstream quote unquote mainstream NBA media members came out and were kind of mocking him but it's also where, like, Kyrie has said some really crazy uh, stuff. Exactly. That when, when this happened, I, like, before we heard what the conversation was really about, and you just were hearing, like, that Kyrie Irving is leading this pushback, Right. you're like, I, like, I can understand why someone is like, yo, why are we listening to the yeah. Flat Earth Truther over here right. that is, like, saying that, why like, why should anybody listen to him, you He's know? He's
1: cried wolf one too many times. Right. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying, like, I, once I heard more about
2: what he said, I was like, okay, that makes sense. Right. But there's just there's a lot to it where it's like okay someone like Kyrie can say yo we're gonna sit out and not play but Kyrie makes 30 million dollars every year right right right. and if it gets to a position where the NBA loses two billion dollars because they don't come back and play it's not gonna be Kyrie who gets hurt it's gonna be the rank and file people that he's supposedly trying to represent and
0: And, I and I do think you can do both um I think you can push for the conversation while also playing but I mean I also appreciate why extremists stand not I'm not to say he's an extremist but why extreme positions are being suggested at this point
1: because it's a crazy time yeah. and those positions you know, I also think like it's it's an opportunity like the very first thing that everyone's going to be looking at in the very first game who's kneeling You know what I mean? Like that's the very first thing everybody's going to be looking at. I mean, there's a high school baseball game tonight and I'm sure you saw. Roosevelt kneel. Yes. That's all anyone said. Yeah. That was the first thing that I, that I read about it. And so that's the first thing that everybody's going to be looking at is who's kneeling. And then it's going to be, what are your warm ups? Mm -hmm. You know, are you wearing a t-shirt? That says anything about Black yep. Lives Matter. After the game, are you going to talk about it during the press conference afterwards? You know, okay. like it's it, everyone wants to know what LeBron has to say about it. And you know, I think if you frame it
0: as an opportunity, that's that's how you can move forward with it. But, yeah,
2: and yeah. I think I think too that there's um, so it, like just with the Kyrie thing mm-hmm. uh, again. If he had all these questions, I don't know why he didn't voice that yeah, yeah. when right. he voted when they voted unanimously to approve the plan. My last thing is that when i think that it would be really powerful if these guys because uh, why would they play the national anthem at a basketball game with nobody there hmm. what if when they tipped the ball they all took a knee
1: they're gonna play the national anthem
2: with nobody there though like yeah. why I,
1: i'm not i don't necessarily know Listen, why but i played sophomore basketball at ames <laughs> high <laughs> <laughs> we no, played no. the damn national huh. anthem there was nobody there but this i don't know I, they'll play it I, I and they'll air it maybe. they'll play it to air it I I, I I don't know i mean and
0: you you're right you could take a you could take it out and make a statement about it but i agree i thought they'll
1: play it but if it was if it was for the audience the crowd instead of the players then, then why, why would anyone mind right. that he was kneeling
2: i mean it is they don't there's a lot of sports where the players aren't even on the field right so it's like is it really for the players like, like I, I don't know i
1: think iowa isn't on the field for the national anthem iowa i think that's is, been pointed out is not. okay
2: yeah but that's what i'm saying like i i mean i'm sure that they would but mm-hmm. then why don't they play the national anthem before they play? you know before yeah, they play at the combine they play a yeah. game at the combine
0: yeah there's a whole conversation about why the hell we even play it at this yeah. point yeah, and, yeah it's, but. and
2: but that's to me it's just like if I just see, you know, 20 dudes like standing around, mm-hmm. standing there for the national anthem, I'd be looking at like I'd be looking all this <laughs> I'd be like, "Why are we doing this? Let's just play basketball." Right, right.
0: right. <clears throat> yeah, I do think it's for the theater of it at this point, but we'll see. You
1: just don't love America.
0: Yeah, Jared.
1: <laughs> America. He's Mark. Canadian actually, guys. Just kidding. <laughs> More breaking news. Do we need to take a break? Yeah. All right, <clears throat> we'll
0: take a quick break and then we'll talk about USA swimming. All right, so this is kind of a wild story. Lisa actually sent me a text and said, I'm gonna throw this on your radar. <laughs> so basically what's going on is we have a parallel story to the USA Gymnastics sexual abuse scandal. Um, six women have filed lawsuits in California against USA Swimming, the local associations in California, and three banned coaches, um, all claiming that the national governing body for USA Swimming failed to protect these swimmers from abuse by those coaches the crazy part about this is that these swimmers are now in their 40s and 50s and they're alleging abuse from their teenage years so we're talking like what 30 40 years ago yeah and this all came about um, because there's a new california law and it allows sexual abuse victims to confront their abusers in organizations well after what would normally be the statute of limitations and it all i think from what i understand it was introduced as a result of usa gymnastics and the statute of limitations running on some of those claims and also um the catholic priest um those claims as well so the way the law was before in california you had to file a lawsuit within eight years of reaching adulthood so that what's that 26 or within three years of um when the, the victim, quote, discovers, or reasonably should have discovered, they suffered damages, whichever comes later. So this new law extends the statute of limitations to age 40. Okay. So it goes from twenty six to forty, and it also increases that that reasonable discovery from three to five years. Okay, because what I read
1: said that there was a three year window to
0: file. There's now. that too. So okay. that law also um, it I think, think they called it a <clears throat> revival period. Okay. So it's a three year three year window for a revival of past claims that could have expired okay. to the statute. So that's just to bring everybody up to. Yeah. Kinda I think to equal the playing, I mean, to even the playing field so that no one gets left behind essentially. Yeah. Okay. But it's wild because, you know, it's hard enough to show evidence of this stuff. It's a lot of verbal,
1: he said versus she said. Now you throw decades into it. Right. But the thing with this is that USA Gymnastics is not. Or not swimming. gymnastics. You swimming is not denying that mm-hmm. this happened. One of the one of the coaches is serving forty years in prison yep. for child molestation, right? It, right. And all three of them have been banned from any Olympic sports. So they're not denying that it happened. It's are they responsible? Right. And I um I didn't look to see what the
0: damage you know what the limits for damages are, but that could be a really interesting aspect of this to see if you know um. What did you know? When did you find out about it? Did you cover it up? And how all of those things play into the monetary
1: award that comes out of yeah. it? Yeah, and their former director, who actually died of cancer three years ago, um, a lot of people have said that you know he was the bad boy of swimming, whatever. They and he was criticized for mismanagement. That he tried to hide the abuse. So he he's kind of the one that everyone's pointing to. Mm-hmm now deceased dead, right. yeah and not not really able to confirm or deny that any of this happened so now who else is going to get roped into right. this who else was responsible that needs to be needs to you know come out of the shadows
0: and I do think I appreciate why they do this or you know why this legislation came into play because the landscape now of sexual abuse and yes. coming forward is so different than it was even what three years ago or five yes. years ago so you have these women not just women but in particularly in this case women who have lived for three or four decades um you know keeping this to themselves or suffering and i mean think of all of the cases that are out there and it'll i'm not sure i didn't look to see how many other states have similar laws or bills that have been introduced but it'll be interesting to see what happens and how many because i think from what i read this is the first major lawsuit filed under this new law yeah so we'll see what happens because you know they're out there
1: oh for sure
0: yeah so hopefully it brings closure to them and we'll see how um, it'll be in the news, I'm yeah. sure.
1: And that's what a lot of them said. That's I read a, a quote from one of the um one of the swimmers swimmers yes (laughs) and she just kind of she said like I just want closure like I just want to close this chapter in my life and I wasn't given that opportunity
0: no because there's something to be said about holding someone accountable and I you know I mean you can go on living your life but until someone says I was wrong or someone tells you
1: they were wrong I can't imagine what that would be like right yeah just and just thinking about like what were those parents doing, and who were they talking to? I and, know. you know, and who else? Who else were they, you know, asking for advice from? That said, well, your kid's really good at swimming. I know, do it you freaks me to- out. I think about this stuff all the time. Oh my gosh!
0: Just you do I mean, you have to. You can't put your child in a bubble forever. Right. And you have to trust other humans and hope that it it's okay. And the more and more specialized sports get, the more the scarier this kind of stuff comes becomes because you know you see you have an extremely cha- talented child and you want to foster that and push them and you're essentially handing your child over to someone else and hoping they protect
1: yeah. them so and you have to know when you're fostering versus when you're exploiting yeah that child yeah, and too
0: right right and i'm sure i mean as we've heard from the usa gymnastics stuff these parents had no idea yeah. so heartbreaking mm, so terrible all right so now that we've talked about something sad you want to
1: make me cry with the compliments <laughs> yeah <laughs> are you ready for this jared sure do you know what's going on right now?
2: Yes. Okay. So I was reading a uh, Clay Travis, really ignorant Clay Travis tweet. But oh it's okay.
1: gosh, I thought maybe you were getting more text from Jay, but oh, that's no. cool. Yeah, I haven't gotten any yet. I so think Jay learned something. Weird his Jay. Yeah, I, my phone hmm. must not be getting any. Uh, <laughs> Our service must yeah, be bad in this I must corner. I'm you're getting a service right now. Uh, anyways, so Steph, I just want to say. Yeah. are do it. crying aren't you <laughs> so the very first I've time i've never <laughs> cried before i've never cried on this podcast oh please the very first time that we met so so chrisa told me you know i have this other girl that i want to do this podcast with and so you and i kind of started talking over what like facebook chat or something mm-hmm. archaic um aol messenger a <laughs> link 2003 ICQ. <laughs> icq thank you do you remember your number no, I don't I either. I think mine started Jared, do you sun. know what ICQ is? No, of course not. Um, is, listen, guys. Just Google it later, yeah. okay, youngin. Shout out to us on Twitter if you had ICQ, and double shout. I will give you a shout out if you can prove what your ICQ number okay. was. That, that would be amazing. Okay. I remember what ICQ looked like. Does it oh, give yeah. me all the
0: feels because I remember oh, talking to boys on it? Oh,
1: pff, only boys. <laughs>
0: There's one specific boy I have in (laughs) mind.
2: This came out in 1996. I don't know, Jared.
0: How old were you in 1996?
2: I don't think you want me to answer that. I question. don't, you're right. <laughs>
1: he wasn't born yet.
2: <laughs> no, I was born. I, just, I don't think you want me to answer that question. All right,
1: whatever. Okay. Anyway, so we were talking on ICQ, <laughs> you and I. But so we, we went to meet and we went to Scenic Route Bakery. Yeah, that's our spot. It is our spot. Um, and so, like, the first time we met, you hugged me. You met me with open arms. You were dressed like a complete boss. I was in something baggy and schleppy. No, you weren't. I have no idea what I was wearing, but I do remember what you were wearing. You weren't schleppy. Because you look like a boss. Thank you. And I was like, this girl's better than me. (laughs) (laughs) And then we started talking. Funny you say it. That's
0: exactly I woke up that morning and I was like, I'm going to show this bitch I'm (laughs)
2: I hate to interrupt you guys, but do I have time to go to the bathroom? Okay. Jared,
0: are you serious? Yeah,
2: no, it's okay. You just, don't want
0: to stay here for the sentimental moment? No, I'll, I'll be
2: back. I imagine this is going to take longer than it'll take
0: for I you cannot. To go this now. is so rude. This no,
2: is pee merger. Just, just keep going, guys. Just keep going. This is great. This is awesome. Just I'll be right back. I can't.
0: I feel like something fishy is going know, on Why do you have your phone? Jared, You bring your phone back in here Unless he
1: comes back in here with a gorilla singing happy birthday I'm going to be real mad No, he left his phone so he's not messaging a girl <laughs> <laughs> On the pot you- <laughs> I text Steph on the pot um. <laughs> anyways, so we met at at Scenic um, yeah, and we just started talking and I felt like we'd been best friends forever. I felt that way too. And we started talking about our vision for this podcast and it was the same. And we just started to both kind of get hyped off of each other. And I remember after our first podcast, I was so nervous to hear what people had to say just because it was really, it was the first time that we had ever sat down and done a podcast together. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time, I think it was, first time you had ever done a podcast. It was, yeah. I had done podcasts from my basement that six people listened to. (laughs) And you were by yourself for those. And I was all by myself for those. And so I was so nervous to hear what people had to say. And I think it was Brent Bloom that was like, you guys sound like you've been doing this forever. Like, and you sound like you've known each other forever. And so many people said that. They said... Like you guys just like sound like you you've known each other forever and you've been doing this forever. It's such a surprise that this was your very first podcast, you know, and I think that that's just such a testament to you. And it's a testament to the way that you put the podcast together and the preparation that you do. <laughs> I'm I'm here for the like the one liners, <laughs> truly. And I put that's <laughs> not true. You should see this sheet of notes. I, I put She together, also has a red color pencil. Right I know <laughs> it's all I could find. I I put together notes and oftentimes I forget them at home. (laughs) Well, they just disappear on your phone. (laughs) They do, just disappear. And you're just together and you have it together. And I think that the thing that I say that I'm really good at is brainstorming and coming up with fun ideas and coming up with new ideas. And you're great at implementing and making those things happen. It does, it makes us a good team. But the other thing about it is that you're not only good at implementing, you're also good at coming up with fun (laughs) ideas. And so you're just the full package. And I'm just so grateful to be your partner on this podcast thank you and you're not only amazing at the podcast you're an amazing person an amazing mommy Thank you, and wife, thank and you. daughter, <laughs> and sister, and I can attest to all of these things because I know those relationships that you have, and I know that they're amazing, and that you're amazing in them. Well, thank you. I love you very much. And now that I'm sweating,
2: see, perfect timing. I came back right in time for my. <laughs> I, I really of had this. I had to
1: drag that on a little bit, Jared, because you weren't back yet. I mean, I feel like you probably could have. You sounded like you had plenty of more things that you could have. I was gonna expanded I was gonna or... jump into singing, but now that you're back, I guess I won't.
0: Um, uh, Jared, do you have anything you want to say to me? <laughs>
2: <laughs> are, are you telling me you want me to tell you how awesome you are?
1: Yeah, that's exactly what No, I'm she saying. wants me to not sing
2: oh okay uh oh, sorry I, I thought that she just had a little bit of a moment there she's like i need someone to continue telling me
1: <laughs> i will say
2: how great i am jared's
0: tweet at 1205 which he scheduled yeah <laughs> <Dead> scheduled, <laughs> he but. told me he scheduled it. which at first i was like he remembered oh. and then he just, he's like i scheduled well, that the internet's awesome and i was like oh well I, you I did remember
2: i did remember I know. it was just that i was it got to be you know uh i don't know 11 yeah i, I think i'd had a you know, I'd had, I'd had a few beverages, and I was yeah. like, "All right, I need to remember this." <laughs> but but it ma- I know it the internet will always. remember. But it was
0: really, it was very thoughtful. It was thoughtful. And can we say what we said about the picture, or no?
1: Yeah, that his smile was genuine. Yeah, we think you actually love us. Really, like w- there was a moment we did a picture where I was staring at you because we did one <laughs> Good before. Christmas. Yeah. And so I was staring at you and I was just staring at you thinking like this is actually like a really genuine smile that Jared's giving for this picture and it makes us think that we <laughs> you, that you really like us. I do really like Oh you my know. god, oh, you said it. Oh. Okay. Do you want to say the nice things about stuff before we both cry? You really don't have to say anything nice about uh, me. I know you love no, me. No, he
0: has it prepared. No,
2: no, I, I got something for you.
1: No, uh, you don't.
2: Well, I didn't write anything. I didn't, pre- I didn't prepare anything. This is from the chest.
1: He you, laminated it. Would you it. have
2: preferred if I had pulled out a piece of paper, looked at it, and said, "I prepared Wait. some remarks, but I'm just going to go off. The, I'm just going to go off." The yeah,
1: top. this is from your chest, not from your heart. It's from your chest. <laughs> That's what you said. Or you need to get this off your chest. <laughs> Anyway, Boy, My yeah. heart
2: is in my chest
1: Okay continue all right. uh,
2: No just what I would like to say is that uh, I appreciate uh, That you Can listen to me be an idiot Or you can exhibit <laughs> me being Or watch me being an idiot Witness me being an idiot um, And you can let me go through all of that And then you'll tell me that I'm an idiot <laughs> um, But then you don't I not, can confirm But not only will you tell me that you're an idiot Then you'll try and help me understand how I can stop being an idiot And I appreciate that And uh, it holds me accountable. It has, uh, I think it's made me better at my job. And I appreciate that you will answer my text messages at 12 o'clock at night when I'm angry about some sort of perceived injustice that I, <laughs> I do do this finding in the world and <laughs> because you it said
0: do do <laughs> i do do this <laughs> because as it turns out this pandemic has made me not be able to sleep so Aww. i just text jared about video game injustices
2: <laughs> well that was actually at well, like, that was like, like 9 a.m in the morning yeah but, i got an education
0: uh, about video games for like two hours <laughs> via text message like I, you should
1: see this string it was like a freaking novel i was
2: sitting in my computer so I, I oh, that's typing. fair.
1: I actually believe this because I've had a 5 a.m. conversation with Jared. Yeah. Just maybe About like video a games? week ago. Yeah. And he was still up and I was getting up for the... I <laughs> like have, we overlap.
2: I have trouble sleeping sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I really do. That was like on a Wednesday <laughs> that that happened. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: yes, I think that there were some video game.
0: So between the two of us, he could probably have someone to talk to at all hours.
1: Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, more or less. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, uh, I'm up every three hours, so <laughs> So if you need us, we're here. You guys are always
2: on call. <laughs> that's <I> right. <appreciate, laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, that's right. Oh. But no, I, just, I, I like that, um, you know, we haven't been friends for very long, but it's, true. Uh, it's like genuine friendship, and that's cool. You know? It's true. Because yeah, it's just like, don't find genuine people like that very often. True. That's very
0: nice, Jared. Thank you. We we are approaching. You sound,
2: you sound really. No,
0: I'm. I don't want to cry because that's, you guys.
2: That's I, very nice of you.
0: <laughs> I don't want to cry. I don't want to cry. You I, are
1: doing a good job.
0: Thank you. I'm trying to keep it <laughs> measured. I'm. Tr- I'm learning because. Oh, I don't know if I want to go into this. It's almost at the end. I'm not going to. I made a comment to Jared today about what happens when women cry versus what happens when males in power cry, and so I was just trying to like keep myself measured. Oh
2: especially when males in power fake cry
1: mm. oh I'm a fake, yeah.
2: fake cry gate <laughs> i'm just kidding that
0: time that no Chris, okay. Okay, okay that was that no. was really <laughs> sweet of you guys and i mean that that i it was a weird birthday this year and i saw you guys on saturday and i saw you today and you brought me treats and saturday was really fun so i'm very thankful for both of you your birthday was just a
1: hamburger in the elisa and jared bun that's right and we're almost approaching one year of full <laughs> friendship guys he didn't like that hamburger bun
0: analogy.
2: Well, I was just like, I was trying to think it through in my brain.
0: Can we, uh, for, for our 100th episode, like Santa Fitz can we go back to the food the
1: uh, where what were we talking about yeah the food that iowa state needs to bring yes that was the greatest moment that was a good moment man (laughs) that was that see i've i've tried less and less every (laughs) past apparently because that was towards the the beginning that was
2: that was my peak all right so we're 79 episodes away from 100 there'd be in theory there'd be 26 episodes a year so we're about two and a half years all right
0: perfect I'll be should we do this i'll be for 29 F30. by then <laughs> <laughs> all right well anything else you guys i don't have anything this Jared, has been delightful it has I'm, been delightful I'm good all right well with that we'll see you guys in a couple weeks hopefully we have something actually iowa state related good news to talk about in a couple weeks but we'll see until then go cyclones go state